goes down. What's up, assholes? <laughs> Been a little while. I'm still trying to sort out all of this crap. Bear with me. Um, hopefully this works. Uh, I think it does. Maybe. We'll make the best of it. <laughs> I'm sort of ru- I'm sort of practice. I'm so rusty. I'm just trying this on the uh, the old potato internet here. Still trying to um, sort this out. I'm hoping to get a a good a good connection here by the end of the week. Uh, one way or another, we'll continue this. I'll stream off of my phone if I have to. I really will. Uh, <laughs> what? I, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> well lit, bitch. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know, it's, I'm above ground right now in a different in a, in a different location. 10k. It was actually closer to 12. Yeah, I just finished. Um, I had to lay down and cry for a little while. I got some sun on me the last uh, little while. If you can't tell. I burn immediately, quickly. I'm of Norse, Danish, Scottish descent. So the sun is my enemy. It's against me. It's a good potato. It seems to be going okay. Uh, I had to lower the bit rate extremely low. It's down to like 800 or something. It's, uh, I can't restream with this at all. Um, we'll just, you know, this is just, just uh, we're just checking in. We're just going to hang out. I want to upload this to Spotify later for, you know. You can't just disappear forever. Your skin matches the drapes. What are you guys talking about? You're jerks. Noon. It is noon. Yeah, I got up this morning. I've been doing I've been doing good. I've been doing that for a little while now. A couple of weeks. Seven o'clock in the morning. Two hours of PT every day. Hitting my body like I'm a 23-year-old paratrooper again. <sighs> and I feel every bit of it. I even look. I even got the old gang colors on. I don't know if you can see it. You know? Just to... There we go, there we go. Oh, precious, ah, precious, yes, yes. Gives you extra power. <laughs> it's good for you. You should do it. You should do something uncomfortable every day. It strengthens you, it hardens you up. People like to do the, uh, take the easy way. Taking the easy way, your brain is programmed to do that. Find the easiest route to, to do nothing. If you can sit on the couch, you're going to sit on the couch. That's what your brain wants you to do. Wants you to, uh, wants you to eat cake. It wants you to sleep in. It wants you to, you know wants you to take the easy way out and that's how you die <laughs> seems counterintuitive but you're actually supposed to do the opposite you should do the opposite thing what's going on frank willie greg brad how are you loyal royal <laughs> pro patria motherfucker um uh bluetooth speaker oh jesus christ i'll be in jail i went downtown remy's how you doing greg andrew mm-hmm mm-hmm there's a uh, Freakazillas. <laughs> what are you guys up to? I don't even know. I have nothing to talk about. I was just going to sit here and drink my coffee and whatever happens, happens. You know, as usual. Uh, first thing I like to do after I wake up is have a nap. <laughs> um, you know, my life is uncomfortable. Good. It should be. It should be hard. You got to work hard. To, you got to work hard. That's the only way you're going to improve anything. Oh, man. I hate fucking doing PT. Listen, I hate it. It's not fun. The first half hour, horrible sucks i'm 35 and i'm still banging away like i'm 25 i know guys in my they were 24 25 i'd already given up they're like ah, i'm not uh, whatever <laughs> 35 years old still hammered away it hurts man my feet go numb i have, I have like compartment syndrome i have all kinds of fucking problems but you know nobody cares nobody cares about your fucking problems just go do it um it's gonna hurt do it anyway supposed to hurt if it didn't it would be easy if it was easy everybody would be jacked all the time everybody would just be jacked because it would be easy instead 
most people are fat because that's easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I got to get drunk my coffee. I'm going to have my protein shit. Oh, it's so much work. So much work. I'm trying to cut about 10 or 15 pounds. I got to get back into fighting shape just in case because if you haven't noticed, France is uh, ready to catch fire. <laughs> I don't know if I have any of those. Uh, I have to go check here. I have nothing set up and ready to go, but the um, French government, why does this sound so weird? Sounds, I need any better headphones. The French government is uh, in trouble. There's some generals there were um, uh, basically warning of civil war and that they were going to overthrow the government. So there's that. Uh, and, the, you know, the, the media tried to downplay it. Say, oh, it was a couple of white ring extremists and crazy. No, it was actually, it was quite a few dozens and dozens of officers. Oh, I don't want to pay for this. Oh, get out of here. I'm not paying you. Um, here we go. BBC won't make me pay. Anger as ex-generals warn of deadly civil war in France. Who could have seen this coming? I thought you could just fuck people over forever and, and ever and ever. Couldn't you do that? <laughs> Thank fuck for fast metabolism. I do not have one of those. You know, I'm not even a good runner. I hate it. It sucks. It's horrible. It just, it's just painful. But <clears throat> you get down. Uh, if you can suffer through the first six weeks or so, it starts to get easier. But... You know, that's the, that's the only way. The only way through the mountain is over it, through it, under it. You know, you got to go past this one way or another. Dozens of officers, I think uh, thousands of troops as well. French government condemned. <laughs> of course they did, right? Because the government's going to be on side with people that want to depose them. Condemned an open letter signed by active soldiers that said the country was heading for civil war due to religious extremism and among many other things. Basically just unrest. People are tired of getting fucked around. You know, stuff we uh, warned about a couple of years ago saying, hey, you're going to import, you know, millions of these guys from the from other countries that hate you and are going to uh, they're going to cause mayhem and wreak havoc and commit terror. And oh, bigotry, white supremacy. Well, they had a teacher have his head hacked off in the street there last week or a couple of weeks ago. And it was just constant. Uh, you know, they're saying they blames fanatic partisans for creating divisions between communities and said Islamists were taking over whole parts of the nation's territory. Yep. No-go zones. Remember, that's not a thing. Why isn't this on CBC? It'll never... They're not going to give you any ideas. Ministers condemned the message published in a right-wing magazine. Of course. <laughs> published on the 21st of April, the 60th anniversary of a failed coup. The hour is grave. France is in peril, the signatory said. Far-right leader. Oh, God. Political politician Marine Le Pen. But they have to say far-right because it's a, some kind of ad hominem attack because she's, a, she's some kind of bad person. Because, you know... Like, it, it, you know, you're living, in, it's, it's different when you look through the, the, the lens of history, for example. You want to look at, you know, uh, propaganda pieces and stuff from the 30s. Um, you know, we'll use the Germans, for example. You say, well, of course they said that about that's and that's person. They were at war. You know, it's, it's very easy and obvious to see that it, there's a huge slant on this kind of thing. But for those of us that grew up in the world when it was fairly sane, relatively, especially compared to now... Um, they don't see it anymore. They see, oh, far. They, they didn't see that the shift has happened, that the established media has taken a, has decided to go, oh, yeah, we're just full on propaganda mode now. We've picked a side and it's not you. And we're, you know, far right leader, totally unnecessary thing to say and not even true. Marine Le Pen, I think she was in jail or was that her father? Canada next year's presidential election has spoken out in support of the former generals. Because what would they, what would the men who, who dedicate their lives to defending France know about defending France anyway? They're just a bunch of racist bigots, aren't they? I told you. I don't know where or when, or, or but it's going to cascade across the world. It doesn't matter if you're French, if you're Dutch, if you're German, if you're Polish, if you're 
American, if you're whatever, um, in every society of just human beings, there exists the, the warrior class of society that wants to and likes to defend its people, and that's what it's for. That's who they are. That's who they've always been, and they're always going to be needed because there's always going to be you know enemies and problems and danger. And um, they're going to eventually, sooner or later, accurately determine that the danger is now internal and it, and it exists in the in the government. And the government is doing things that is endangering and now killing many of its own people. So is it any wonder that they would <laughs> turn their gaze from, uh, you know, fr- away from overseas and into, you know, wait a minute. What the fuck are you doing over there? Did you just let a bunch of terrorists into the cut? <clears throat> And you want us to give you all the guns? Oh, and you're censoring the internet. <sighs> Devon, get the tables. DJ Cogdell, how are you doing, brother? Good. He says, great to have you back. Giuliani got his house raided by the FBI. Saw that. Nick Fuentes got put on a no-fly list. Yeah, I saw that as well. For no reason? No, there's a reason. There's, a, Of course. That's what I'm saying. People don't... They, they want to like, oh, I don't understand. I'm not saying that you don't, but uh, I don't think Clown World has a peak anymore. No, it go, it'll, it'll keep going. We're going off. We're going over the rails, off the cliff, no brakes, all the way down. Until it ends one way or another, you know. Um, again, like they don't, they don't seem to appreciate that there's, <clears throat> they, they don't work for you. They're the enemy. They hate you. They hate Nick Fuentes. They hate Julian. Like, they're, they're the enemy. This is a war, and they're just going to do things to disenfranchise you, make it difficult for you to function. You know, look at you know, what they're doing to Chris Skye, for example, in Canada. Um, you know, ev- everywhere. <laughs> Chantel, uh, thanks again for, for trying. We'll see. You know, Derek uh, called me the other day. He's like, dude, you got to get on TikTok. You got to go on TikTok. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I don't <laughs> fuck TikTok or whatever. But, you know, so there's a lot of people on there. There's, you know, and there is. It's true. A lot of young people. Yeah, it's true. He's like, I've, I'm getting 10,000 views a video. I've never, you know, because he's not suppressed. I'm like, oh. So, uh, you know, Chantel volunteered to upload some things. Lasted a day. Now they're getting banned, suppressed. Like, it doesn't matter. But mostly because there's spies in the, in the Telegram here. And uh, t.me slash Raging Distant is the Telegram. I might change the name. Just to maybe JMAC674 up there at the top right, and I'll put a little telegram icon or something just because it's I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud now. But, but yeah, we get, they, they spy on us and they follow us around, you know, me, me in particular and, and some of the other guys. It's pretty funny. It really amuses me. It's, um, you know, I own them. I own their soul. I own their, their mind. This is what they do. They get out and they, they go and they search out what I'm doing and they follow what I'm doing for the sole purpose of like screwing around. You know, and the, and the messages and stuff people send me and all. It's fucking hilarious to me. It's really amusing. I, I literally get a great kick out of it. It's, I, I laugh and I smile. I show my friends. We all have a good laugh at your expense. Because I own your mind. You know, you know how many, how many uh, minutes or seconds of a day that I work, that I, that I search out people that I consider like my enemies or people I don't like to see what they're up to, to fuck with them. Zero percent of my day is spent doing that. I don't even think about it. I don't even remember these people until they come back with another email or I'm like, Oh, look at it. Hey, it's crazy guys back again. And then when that, you know, when I'm done making fun of you, I don't even think about you ever again until you come back with something else. And, uh, it doesn't have any effect whatsoever. In fact, it actually encourages me because it knows that I'm effective because uh, every, every person that I make re that hard, I own them forever. I own their minds and their souls. Uh, they, you know, they have dreams about me. <laughs> I read that. I want to I talk to you about this guy's book as well at some point. I don't know if you guys know who David Goggins is. He's a Navy SEAL. 
Am I allowed to talk? Uh, am I allowed to say good things about him? Because he is black, and I was told I was a racist. Uh, so I don't know if that's that's doable, or he, you know. Anyway, he's one of the hardest fucking men alive. This guy's story is insane, absolutely fucking insane. But uh, that's a lot of. He's got a lot of the same kind of mentality, and like this guy just puts people to shit. His, I can't say it enough. It's called "Can't Hurt Me." I think David Goggins. If you can get the audiobook, get that. I listened to that when I was driving. Oof, you know, and he's got some commentary in between chapters. His life is fucking. If you if you complain about anything, I got out of the car when that book was over. I just stopped on the side of the road and went, "Well, I'm a." Bi-. I literally stopped and did a hundred pushups on the side of the road right then, and I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped since because I was. It was exactly what I needed to hear, you know. Because I used to be that guy in the army too, in in, in the uh, the old the old G unit. I was a maniac. I would put on a gas mask and a plate carrier plates and just run up a, a giant hill for no reason. Like, it wasn't part of the day. I just would do it <laughs> because I wanted to fucking, I was trying intentionally to harden up as much as possible. I wanted to fucking, I wanted, I knew where I was and I knew where I wanted to be. And the only way to get there is to, is to, you know, suffer and do the work. Right. So I was trying to do, and I used to do that stuff all the time. I used to enjoy it. And then, um, you know, life happens and you know, I had all the, you know, crazy, I had the relationship problems and the, you know, oh, geez, I lost my, hang on, sauce calibrating re-engage yeah you know and uh, you know the housing shit and i was living out of my bike for a while and my you know it was a mess you know you get sidetracked <laughs> and then covid and then i couldn't go to the gym because you know masks only and i'm like well i don't i'm not doing it you know i'm not doing any of that so but um dude it was just uh you know it was that senior nco talk you get from your sergeant major or something and i was just like yeah he's fucking right man and um you know just do yeah running running directly towards adversity is 100 percent correct it's like why can't you every day get up do 100 push-ups every day when you get up if it, it what if it takes you all day well i can only do two then do two and in 10 minutes do two more and in 10 minutes do two more and in 10 minutes do two more and do you know just do that throughout your day um, cause you're going to do something every day. That's going to make you a little bit stronger than you were yesterday. That's the whole thing. You're either moving. What did he say in the book? You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And that is hundred percent true. You're either actively working to improve yourself or you're not. And if you're not, that means you're getting worse. You're decaying. But you're, if you don't maintain it, if you don't take care of it, if it's machines, if it's your house, if it's your, whatever it is, relationships, if it's your body, if you don't do the work to maintain it and make sure it's, you know, well looked after, uh, it dies, <laughs> it, it, it falls apart. So, you know, what up, Morelli? How are you? So, yeah, go check that guy's out. Uh, Greasing the groove works for pull-ups. But, yeah, just just do something. Squats, I've been doing those, yeah, 100 of those, 100 push-ups, 100 squats, something like that. I just ran a, a bit, 12 kilometers. Ugh, it's horrible, man. My feet go numb. <laughs> My legs go numb. I have compartment syndrome. And then here's the thing. Um, I was thinking about this, and I knew a guy in one of the units. Uh, no, I'm not going to go tonight. I, I, this, is, this is the most it can handle, and it's only working out because it's the middle of the work day. Um, uh, so everybody's, you know, it's, what is it? Uh, 11, a, uh, 10 to 11 in the morning, local time here. My voice is all fucked up from running. <clears throat> here at 104 FM Bigot Radio, back in the prairies, 10.52 local time. It's a balmy two degrees. I think it was like one, minus one when I start running. Burpees with Navy Steels. Uh, I can't remember what the hell I was saying now. See, you guys distract me. <laughs> Uh, get better or you're getting worse, you know, do something. Uh, all right. So, you know, when I was, in, I, I have, I have this thing called compartment syndrome, but I think it's, it's more common than, you know, people think it just depends on how much you want to complain. And there was a guy in my unit that, uh, also had the same thing. 
but he would just complain. I can't run. I can't do rock march. He's like, uh, what happens is the sheath around your, your muscles and your legs, specifically the, the lower legs, your calves, there's a, uh, like I think of it like a balloon and it's supposed to expand and contract with uh, as blood is, is pushed into your, your muscles and stuff as you're using them. Uh, but they're too tight. Um, so they constrict a muscle and it hurts. It doesn't feel good at all. It really hurts. And then your legs go numb and it's just a fucking it's a mess. It's a misery. So they go, oh, I can't do it. So it goes to get surgery and they cut holes in the fucking thing and all that stuff. Um, I never got surgery. I just kept doing it. <laughs> I just suffered and it just hurt. And every day it hurt a lot and then a little more and then a little more and then the same and then a little less and then a little less. And then after a while, it, it goes away uh, because it gets it stretches out. But you know what I mean? Is you're, Are you willing to just suffer the pain for a little while? Just be uncomfortable for a few weeks and, and that's all you got to do. But some people literally won't do it. It sucks. Especially if you're not used to it. It's uh, it's very uncomfortable, but you know. Uh, Derek Knight says, cheers, folks. Got to go. Got a PT client. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good luck. Got a uh, physical training? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to him? What are you going to do here? Entropy. It's probably not entropy lagging. It's probably this potato. I'm literally, my, my bit rate is 800 fucking, it's crazy slow. Um, that's why I don't want to, uh, I could have tried to stream with this, but I don't want it to be a mess and, and dropping frames and everything. And uh, I should probably keep an eye on this, actually. Where are we at? It seems to be running okay for now. But, you know. I expect a certain standard, you know? I'm used to a certain quality, certain kind of, you know, standard. <laughs> Full draw, how are you doing, man? Welcome back. I started running bad knees. Oh, well, got to do it, but I'll do some biking as well. Yeah, I mean, depending on what's wrong with your knees, like they're just sore. That's the that's thing. Like, there's, it's going to hurt. There's going to be lots of back. I have back pain. I have all kinds of shit. Um, you know, you can get like foam rollers and stuff uh, will help your back. But, but then there's like, uh, I tore my IT band. Ugh. You know, I don't recommend doing this, but I mean, just to say how hard this guy is, Goggins, he did, he did the Navy SEAL buds training three times, three hell weeks. I only did one. <laughs> he did three. And the third one, he had two broken legs. He broke both of his legs. Both of his shins were broken. Broken. Broken legs. Taped it up hard with duct tape. A couple layers of duct tape and socks. He did that every morning and just was like, fine just ran on broken legs for months did did it, not like walked around and went to his job in his fucking office space he, he you know didn't go <laughs> wasn't going to work at, at you know xbox or microsoft with broken legs which would be badass enough he was in the fucking navy he was in the fucking underwater <laughs> the navy seal training with broken legs one of the hardest things in the world as it is let's break both your legs and throw you in the room yep did it got it done so I when this guy has some you know le, le, wisdom words I pay attention. He's a fucking hard man, and then he does like ultra marathon races. They're like 120 miles, 140 miles, like just insanity, just madness, man. Some of the stuff he does is insane. Hey Bruno, how are you? Welcome back. You guys, welcome back. Patrol Pathfinder two <laughs> talked both. You did it twice. Oh, that's a hard one too. I I haven't done. I didn't do Pathfinder, but I know guy. I'm friends with a, a few of them and. They told me all about it. And I'm like, yeah, Dad, that sounds like shit. <laughs> that sounds brutal. Those guys deserve those fucking torches for sure. Uh, 39 hours straight. Yeah, man. Yeah, 39 hours. Why live life? Exactly. Why? Because he pushes it to the limit. He goes all the way, man. He's a fucking animal. He's, an, he's, a, he's a machine. You got to check him out. Chris Lysak. How you, man? How are you? Thank you so much. Great to hear you again. Great to be back. Um, 
hardest course in the Green Army? I think so. I think Patrol Pathfinder is probably the hardest one. I can't think of anything that would be – Advanced Recce is not as hard as Pathfinder. No, no, Pathfinder's probably – I haven't done – I didn't do Pathfinder. I don't know, but I've sent all people that have, and woo, you know, yikes. Uh, full draw says, I tore both calf muscles two years ago. Or t- two years about from soccer and did therapy still at the same. Oof. Yeah, torn muscles. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm fortunate I've never had anything that uh, that brutal, but good Viking training. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm going to get some Viking tattoos here soon as well. I got a, you know, I got my Pro Patria shirt on, sponsored by Pro Patria Coffee. I don't know. Can you see that? Oh, it's so hot in here. So warm. Dying out here. It was 24 degrees last week. Today it was like minus one. Without <laughs> it's like zero degrees. It's so warm in here. Come on, get it off. Let's go. Yes, there we go. You can't see it. Get your coffee. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the coffee, guys. Pro Patriot. I don't have any of the, the bags over there in the, uh, in the counter, but I'm drinking it right now, and it's delightful. I would. I will never sleep again. Darren says, I'm 40 and fading fast. Yeah, I know it. And the... It, it, it's hard to it's hard to get to a certain level of fitness. It's way harder to maintain it. That's the that's the real that's the real challenge. It's a uh, a lot of people can get in great shape, but stay in there for years on end, decades. That takes from that takes some serious discipline. Um, <laughs> Brad, broke your leg, steel training, eat a steak, and juju jitsu. Yeah, that's right. Jocko's a fucking I don't know. I don't I don't listen to him nearly as much. I, I'm aware of him, but I don't really know much about what he's about. But I, I kind of get the idea. But anyway, check that book out. Goggins can't hurt me. It's pretty insane. His life is really uh if you feel bad about yourself and you think, oh man, poor me. What's he called? The poopy pants mentality. <laughs> check that guy out and uh come back to me and tell me how fucking hard your life is. <laughs> I can't do it, re and that's that's the big uh that's that's the big problem. It's a big issue. Uh, weakness is probably the number one issue that's causing all of our problems is just is individual weakness that's been perpetuated by at least one or two generations of just tolerating media, not, not tolerating, tolerating mediocrity, but celebrating it. Like it's just as good as being a champion. It's just as good as being the best in the world is just showing up. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a medal. What are you teaching kids? You teach them you don't got to work hard for anything. You just show up. You just get things. You're just owed things because, you know, the world owes you stuff just because. Because it does. And look what it's created. I remember when I was a young man, I was, you know, 17, 18 years old. And uh, I remember older guys saying, man, I don't know. When this generation grows up, I mean, they were getting trophies just for showing up. You know, that's, that's, they're teaching them all the wrong things. And now look what happened. They were right, weren't they? Grandpa was right. Now they're, uh, you know, Safe spaces. Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> um, went to uh, host Saturday Night Live. And, uh, well, because that that's so, I mean, Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Elon Musk, the fucking entrepreneur space guy. Uh, SNL had to offer the cast members a safe space. If they're, they were too triggered to perform with Elon Musk. This is what I'm talking about. This should never be... This is ridiculous. This is childish level, you know, what happened to sticks and stones and all this kind of thing. So when you, when you permit this kind of, you know, mentality to permeate through society everywhere, I mean, it's not like you're just doing this for children. You know, you're trying to protect five-year-old, six-year-old kids. Okay, there's something to be said for that. But these are fucking grown adults. These are, geez, you know, 
once you hit 18, it's like, nah, no, that's all that shit's all over. Probably younger than that, even, I would say. Once you're once you're like 14, 15, it's like, all right, time to time to fucking get real now. It's there's no more fucking boo-boo kiss the boo-boo anymore okay you fucking lo- you lost fuck too bad try again you didn't get a trophy work harder try again <laughs> that's all you got to do and uh you know look what's happened now we've got um you know every everybody's a victim every- and it's everywhere it's everywhere no no one wants to be uh no one wants to confront anyone no one wants to confront problems because it, it, it's it's created an attitude and a norm that you when you come up to something that's uncomfortable or difficult, you just avoid it. Um, we don't talk about uncomfortable things. We don't deal with uncomfortable things. We don't face problems. <clears throat> and that's the Canadian culture. Um, everybody can see what's happening, whether they admit it or not. And no one wants to do anything about it because that's what we've been conditioned to do for generations. Just don't say anything about it. Don't, oh, just keep your head down, boy. Just go to work and go, you know. I saw um, I saw a quote or something that said, uh, you know, the docile, polite, you know, nature of Canadians is not a it's not a it was Sean Arson, I think, posted it from somewhere. It's not a virtue. It's a fatal cultural flaw. Yeah, it is. It's good to be polite and, you know, respectful and all this kind of stuff. But when it comes to, um, you know, you're basically letting people come into your house and ransack the place and stab your children and rape your wife. And you're like, well, you know, don't be mean. You know, let's talk about the, um, the, you know, the Grace Life Church thing again. Um, for example, with the fence, that was a great, that was a good example um, of the split or the attitude diffusion. I don't know whatever, I don't know what you would call it, but you've got all these people here protesting. Why are they protesting? Well, because they're barred from going to their church. They put up a big fence. They put a tyrannical, a tyranny fence up. Around their church, they can't go in. Yeah, uh, so they're there protesting the church. Uh, and wh- you know why? Because they want the fence gone. They want to go back to church, right? I mean, it, are, tra- are we tracked so far? So some guys decide, fuck this fence. We'll just tear it down. We'll just tear this fucker right down. And the crowd is chanting, leave the fence alone. Leave the fence alone. And then... They stop these men from tearing the fence down and then they repair the fence and then they apologize to the police for damaging their tyranny fence. (laughs) I'm just, um, you know, what do you, um, like these people, they don't want confrontation. They don't want to do anything uncomfortable. They don't want to do anything, you know, because they'll say, well, we don't want to break the rules. We don't want to get in trouble. That's what I'm saying. They, they won't say anything. They won't stop anything. They won't, you know, in a crowd of people where there's somebody being an asshole. Here's another example. Like all the, all the sexual assault shit coming out of the military. And so I, again, I never saw this. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It clearly exists. But it, I, you know, the, the one example I did see that it did happen, we fucked that guy up. We fucking tossed his ass. He was a sergeant. He was another sergeant in our platoon. And we fucking, he was uh, putting hands on one of the clerks. And uh, it was pretty... Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. He was pretty drunk, but it doesn't, you know. And uh, he, bu- we got busted him to private and kicked him the fuck out of the military. His fucking career is over. He's gone. And that was way before any of this shit happened. But that was a crew of strong dudes that don't, they don't, uh, we, we don't sit there and watch something bad happen and just not say anything. Many other places in the world, doesn't even have to be the military, it could be any workplace. You see a guy, some, like a bully, somebody doing shit like that, and everybody knows it's wrong, and everybody knows it should be stopped, but nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. 
They just sit there quietly and look at the floor and hope that nothing comes their way. They're soft. They're weak. They don't have the courage to do it. You can't even stand up and say anything. I'm not asking you to storm Vimy Ridge. Okay? I'm just saying, can you not maybe rape her, please? You know? They can't even do that. So what does that say about us as a society? You know, leave the fence alone. So what do you think is going to happen? Are you going to ask the government nicely to take it down? And they're going to go, you know what? You're right. We've, you know, we, we didn't realize you didn't like the fence. We thought, we thought you wanted the fence. So we, you know, put one up for you for your own benefit. <laughs> no, they're never going to. Um, you know, uh, how, how would that work? You know, back in the slavery days. Hey, can we not be slaves? These are the kinds of people that would like literally... Um, they would be slaves, real slaves, like shackles and chains kind of shit. And uh, the, the guards at this point could leave the keys on the wall. And people would stay there because it's not allowed. To unshackle yourself and run away is against the rules. So they won't do it. They'll sign petitions. They'll be like, we really don't like being slaves. And they'll be like, too fucking bad. And they'll go, hmm, we need more people to go to our slave rallies to say how much we don't like being slaves. Okay. The key's on the wall. You can just, un, you know. <laughs> why do you care what they think? You know what you think, and you know, what you, you know what's right and wrong. Like, why are you letting other people dictate, you know, your actions and what you think is right and wrong? Why are you letting, you know, society, which is corrupt and sick, why are you letting it dictate, you know, what should and shouldn't happen? It's, uh, it's pathetic. It, you know, it's just sad. Eh, you know, somebody should have just got a payloader and just plowed that thing down. <laughs> should have destroyed the fencing, really, is what they should have done. Um, whatever. Um, the most effective cage is in the mind, says Jeffrey Nelson. Exactly. And that's where we're at now. It's, uh, they, they like, they're, they're too afraid to oppose authority. It went from, you know, rage against the machine to rage for the machine. Everybody now is, uh, you know, like tripping over themselves to see who can comply the best, who can be the most obedient. It's like, again, being back in school, getting the, getting the gold stickers from the teacher. It's all they, you know, at any cost, at any expense, apparently at the, at the cost of the, our entire civilization. Um, Full draw again says, I shared this on rant stream yesterday. Get in shape, kids. This happened in Serbia. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to load this. I can't do the, it's, no, it's not even going to load. Nope. Dude, my internet, you don't understand. This is this is a this is a this is a toaster. This is plugged into a toaster, which is being run by, you know, a potato with it's it's literally a potato. There, there's plugs, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Bum Attitude says at one job I stood up to sexual harassment, lost my job for standing up and saying something, I would do it again. Fuck. You know what I mean? But see, there he, again, if this wasn't this is a society problem, it's not there's too many people that are okay with just being weak. And, and that's going to destroy us all, unfortunately. Um, everybody else should have been there right, right there with you. And, that, and then you would never have been fired, you know? If everybody says, uh, where, where's the school board? Is it in Arizona or something? Or Florida somewhere? And, um, you know, we're making every, all the kids wear masks and all this. All the parents went there and demanded. They, they got them all to resign, and they just put in a new school board. We're like, fuck you. They fucking turfed them all and put in a new school board. Now there's no mass for the kids. Because they all, they all stuck the apes together strong. You know what I mean? You can't do it by yourself. You can start something by yourself, but you, you're not going to win by yourself. And uh, that's, the, that's the thing. That's why they don't like people seeing, they don't like united fronts of people. You see things like, uh, you know, the Line Canada, these, these subversive groups getting in here and, and uh, you know, 
hijacking things. There's a cat running around. What are you doing? What are you doing? And, uh, you know, they dilute the message and they get people. There's crazy people everywhere, you know, and they're, they're thrown in here to, to make everybody else look insane by association. You know, you're trying to interview somebody about a, an important, you know, issue. Hey, why is this church being blocked off by the police and blah, blah. And then a woman runs up literally screaming in tongues. You can't have people like this at your, at your functions because they represent you. Um, the whole point of what you're doing, I'm not because I don't. You know, I'm not there. <laughs> if I were, it would be a different. But the whole point of what you're doing, I, I think. I mean, if you don't, if you don't know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I don't know. You know, maybe you're confused, but you're supposed to be raising public awareness about what's going on, and and you know, getting messaging out there to the public at large about what's happening and why it's wrong, and this kind of thing. So if you have crazy people running around, literally screaming in tongues into a, blah, 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 uh, you look insane by association. Uh, that's why, you know, I don't, I don't tolerate crazy people here. I, I saw somebody else the other day. It's a screenshot of Randy, Randy Hillier, just talking to a cop or something. And he, and he's got, he's, he's pointing like this because that's his mannerisms. Everybody's got different ones, right? He's pointing like that. What's with the devil horns? Controlled opposition. He's some kind of, he's part of the Illuminati. Get them the fuck out. Get people like that out of your, out of your circles immediately. They're, they're toxic and insane and crazy. Um, you know, remember I, I'm a crown asset as well. Remember that? And I'm a, what else am I? I'm a Russian agent. I'm all kinds of things. It's Jesus Christ, man. Um, the QAnon people like, there, I mean, it, it sucks to say this because it's, but it, it, I mean, it's true. There is a lot of crazy people on this side of the fence. There's a fucking, there's a lot of them. I don't know. Oh, the Jesuit. Yeah, right. I'm a, Je I'm a Jesuit prince or something. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. We raided his channel. There's a, there's a lot of them, man. And I don't know if it's, um, I kind of feel bad for them. I pity them, but I, again, I, uh, we can't have them around because they're just going to make us all look insane by association. And that's why, you know, sometimes you see me, I get a little bit uh, aggressive with them because that's the only way they'll learn. They, they'll keep coming back. You got to be like, listen, fuck off. You know, we get the fuck out of here or they'll keep coming back. Um, you know, and, and so for other people that are observing and maybe interested in what you guys are talking about, they're going to say, oh, okay, they're against the crazy people. So they're definitely not, you know, one of these. And they, you know, I bet you're one of these flat earth people too. That's why you have to get them the fuck out. You can't, you can't have these kinds of uh, people running around saying crazy nonsense because it, it poisons the whole, uh, the whole mission. It poisons the whole team and makes everything look ridiculous. And that's, and there's people paid to do that as well. Keep that in mind. I'm pretty sure that's where these line people came from. Uh, I've talked about that at length before that uh, wolfish, I think is the guy's name. Uh, on Twitter, Resurrection Europa was he that guy? I think it's the same guy. Uh, did he did all the work? I was just talking about it. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to take credit for it. But uh, you know, they've got they've got offices and in, in operations in like six countries, um, they, and and a lot of you know weird ones like Thailand and Greece and Indonesia and shit. Like why the fuck? You because know, it's money laundering. This is how whoever is funding them is is moving their money in to pay these people and they just popped up and they've got symbolism and, and you know logos and signs and branding and they've got characters and people with masks and the whole thing it's like this is bullshit this is complete nonsense this isn't real and everybody getting involved is like stay the fuck away from them they're gonna lead you down and you know the, the one guy lamont daigle the pedophile apologist there he uh you know he's high he's in hiding now i don't know whatever happened to that guy he's kind of just fall off the radar because of that maybe because of of wolfish's uh work 
And then I and many other people spread it around, and then it became no. Hey, this guy's a fucking bad actor, man. You're not. A, you're not legit. Remember? And remember that other guy? Oh, I'm in the military, and he had a fucking Rambo knife on his on his, you know, and <laughs> he was an officer cadet. Uh, you know, it was like Jesus Christ. They find crazy people and they prop them up, and uh, they're not going to stop them. And so we have to, you know, you got to be very diligent about this of who you talk to, who you allow to, you know, represent you either directly or indirectly. If you just, just by association. And if you find out, and we're all going to make mistakes, you know, <laughs> we definitely have, right? We've unbeknownstly let some Looney Tunes into the house once in a while. And, you know, you've, once they've been revealed to be completely fucking insane, you get rid of them. You know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt until it's, until they've been proven that they can't be trusted and, or they're insane. Um, AstroTurfs. Fake uh, controlled opposition. Yeah, they. I mean, they exist. They're just not as private. It's not everybody. Like Jesus Christ, they think it's everybody. And this is this is what I was trying to say. I mean, I'm, I'm a scatterbrained person. It's hard to hard to follow. I am aware. <laughs> Randy pointing, you know, and all all the just, you know Derek Sloan probably like winked one time awkwardly in a photo, and it's like, oh, that's proof he eats babies. These people are fucked. You know. Um, the amount of people out there actually working to discredit and undermine organizations is probably 1% of what they actually believe that it is. It's, you know, there's just not that many people involved and there's not that, you know, you just can't, you know, um, people are a lot easier to control than that. You don't even need, 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 need to have that done, but I'm the line people. I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, they popped up right around that time. And, um, hello, Casper. How are you? Glad for the info. Um, well, you're welcome. Taz says, I'm the last person people want to represent them, or at least should not me too. Are you drunk? <laughs> they shouldn't want you to. I understand what you're saying. Uh, Wrecking Dreams, how are you? He says, obviously you're a Chinese espionage to verge of age. Probably, right? That was another thing. I was talking about the tele... The, I was like, oh, I'll put stuff on TikTok for advertising. Don't, it's Chinese spyware. Guys, everything on the internet is Chinese spyware. You know that, right? That's another thing. Uh, like, oh, you got an OPSEC, bro. You got an OPSEC. Do you think you're in Delta Force? <laughs> Do you know where you are? Like, <laughs> are you like part, are you like the fucking vice president of a pharmaceutical company? Like, what are you protecting? Like, why do you, why do you think, I'm interested to know that why, what do you believe that is so special about you that the government is just waiting for you to slip up so they can throw you in a van and fucking disappear you, which is rare. It happens, but it's rare. I mean, Seth Rich, like sometimes people get whacked, you know, but it's pretty rare. And that's because they have, you know, damning evidence on the president or something, you know, unless that's you. I suspect it's not. Calm down, um, you know, and uh, again, oh, I'm trying to be secure here. Are you using electricity? Uh, have you seen some of the shit that like DARPA and, you know, the, the government, the United States surveillance team, like anything, anything that uses electricity, they can monitor whenever they want, essentially. If you're using the internet, if you've got a phone at all, uh, if you've got a smart, if you're not even that, if your neighbors have phones, they can hear what you, it's pointless. You know, hiding is, a, is pointless. There's no point. It's just, it's just a cucked kind of thing to do. Um, which, you know, why, you know, why bother? <laughs> this is my real face. Everybody knows my real name. I don't care. Um, they're going to do what they're going to do. It's not going to stop me from living my life. And that's another thing I was thinking about. I was watching some stuff uh, about like the pyramids and these kinds of things. And they're so old. No one even knows how they were built. 
who built them or why or no one no one knows no one really knows so all these people running around you got to do this and you got to do that and you got to you you got to stay safe we got to you know your life is very short and eventually none of this is going to matter no one's even going to fucking remember any of this thousand years maybe less and how how much longer do you think before no one even knows what the american civil war was 200 years you know like how much how much longer eventually it just it'll be like it never happened like the world wars never happened it'll be so far in the future it'll be fucking irrelevant like we only have recorded history going back a few thousand years but we've been on the planet probably twenty five thousand years or something it's the last evidence i saw it, whatever who knows who cares so these people that are like living their lives in fear of everything oh, I'm gonna, you know that's not safe and we gotta be watch out for this <laughs> you you only get one Live your life and, and walk whatever path it is that you want because that's the whole point of you being here. If you're doing it for some kind of posterity or for, or, or for no one, no one's going to care. Everyone you know and everything you care, it's all going to be ashes and gone eventually, sooner or later. You know, you'll have children and grandchildren. I don't know the names of my great great grandparents. Does anyone? I don't know any, hardly anything about these people. It's, you know, and the same will happen to you and everybody else. So these people taking themselves so fucking seriously is, is, it's, dude, grow up. <laughs> the government's going to come get you. Good. I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, all this training and prep time would be well for nothing. It'd be boring. You know, it's not boring. I'm definitely not bored. Life is not boring uh, right now. That's for damn sure. Wrecking dreams. Says those French generals. Damn it, man. I was speechless for about 10 minutes. And then could just say, oh, fuck, right? That's going to happen. And Germany could happen right behind them. Italy's not pumped. Spain is, uh, you know, a lot of Europe is like teetering on the brink of chaos because of, you know, decades of mismanagement and idiocy and bad policy and decision making. Um, on some level, I think it, on, on, on a higher level, for sure, I think it's nefarious and on purpose. And they're deliberately, you know, destroying Western civilization or, or attempting to. But um, a lot of the middle management people at our level and government level and local, they're just stupid. They're just dumb. They just make bad decisions. And uh, if you need proof of that, go outside, go into, into society and just watch people for like a couple hours. <laughs> just observe them and be like, oh, you know, most people are, are not paying attention and they're not interested or involved or they're very, you know, what's right in front of them they can't see anything further than this far away that's it you know they're worried about today and tomorrow and that's it job promotion saving money for a new tv that kind of they're not paying any fucking attention and that that applies to cops firemen politicians every they're all this they're all just people right the amount of people that are like i must control everything i'm you know the jacob rothschild the, the, you know the david rockefeller type those are rare individuals those people are exceptionally and you know not that they're good, but you got to hand it to them. These people get shit done, and those are rare. Those people like that are, are, you know, don't sleep. They're just, you know, obsessed. But, you know, the conspiracy crazy people, I, you know, technically I would say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm, all, I'm not insane. Uh, they think it's everybody. They think it's Randy Hillier. They think they're going to, like, secret clubs and, you know, murdering children and doing, oh, I saw it on QAnon. How is that going, by the way? QAnon people, are you still... Can you please come back? Can you please come back and just trust me? I tried to. 
Daddy Rage tried to talk. To, I tried to teach you. I tried to tell you you were following a Pied Piper of craziness. And you said, no, no, you're going to see and you're going to feel really dumb when secret President Trump comes <laughs> on Inauguration Day uh, on March 12th, on uh, April 1st on fucking, oh, man. You know, no, it's, um, you know, eventually, hopefully they'll, they'll snap out of it. But uh, what's the Mark Twain thing? Um, it's easier to it's easier to fool. It's much easier. It's much easier to fool people than it is to, to convince them that they've been fooled. No one wants to feel like an idiot because that takes strength and courage to do, to own your shit and say, I'm an idiot. I made a fu- I did a stupid thing. Um, accepting what's bad about yourself and, you know, your flaws and, you know, things you need to fix is not easy for a lot of, it's not, it's not meant to be easy. That's how you level up. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I suck at this or that or whatever, and not make excuses for it. You know, I, you know, I was getting, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm fucking, I need to get back in shape. You know, you're, look at you lazy fucking sack of shit. What are you doing? Go get out. You're going to fucking run 12K tomorrow. You know, and I did. Well, that's mean, but it's true. Is it true? It's not mean if it's not if it's true, right? Maybe maybe people don't like the way in which I and other people deliver it, but it's the truth, and that's that's very valuable. Uh, that's kind of what started this whole thing. That's you know I'm very passionate about that because I ended up again fighting in a war based on bad information, and I had a worldview based on bad information, and I sacrificed a lot, and a lot of my friends did based on bad information. Because, you know, we didn't really know what was going on. We just trusted people to, and it was wrong, you know? So I would rather the ugly truth 100% of the time over a, a nice, convenient, sugary-coated lie because that ends up with you dead. You know, you can't make, you can't make intelligent decisions if you don't have the right intelligence, you know? You don't have the right information. You, how are you going to make decisions? What if everybody told you, and I guess this is happening, isn't it? Two plus two doesn't equal five or four anymore. It equals five now. How are kids going to be, uh, how, how well are they going to do in school in the future and post-secondary education? We're all worried about, you know, the BIPOC people and who's going to what bathroom and safe spaces and feelings. Didn't we used to care about, like, physics and, you know, science and achievement and, like, putting fucking cities on the moon and space stations and, like, fucking, you know, like, building dope-ass stuff. Like, man, we are getting shit done. Nah, that's all over now. Now we care about victim mentality and, you know... Non bullshit, wah wah, crybaby horseshit. How's that going to serve people in the future? Not very well. Uh, you know, if you if you need to be, <laughs> you need to build a house. It's like, oh, did you do you have any uh, you know construction training? Uh, I, uh, I can't really do math. I know two plus two equals whatever you want it to be. Five, ten depends on what you feel. How well is that house going to turn out? Probably not very fucking well. Uh, there's the gravity exists, like it or not. You jump off that roof, you're going to die. Period. You're not going to, it's how you interpret it. No, you know, it's, it's real. Physics is a thing. Science, you know, there, there are laws to the universe we live in. You can't just, uh, you know, identify and wish and want and, you know, d- just decide something isn't true when it is. You can't just decide lines are friendly and go pet them and they'll be, no, they'll fucking eat your ass. Okay. Like there's just things in the world that are objectively subjective. They're just true. They just are. Um, and that's it. Uh, Pickley from Ontario says, even if it's mean, but it's true, it doesn't matter if it's mean. Exactly. That's you. That's a you problem. If you're offended, that's your problem. Um, being offended is, uh, is a weak thing. 
It shouldn't, you know, that, that's something else we should be teaching kids. It's like, don't be offended by things. You know, if somebody says something like ignorant or whatever, like, well, that's their problem. Well, they said this or that. Like, well, fuck, that's because they're stupid. That's because they're idiots. You know, who cares? Don't let that bother you. You know, well, they called me fat. Are you fat? Yeah, but that was, they didn't have to say it. Well, you know, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be. It's unhealthy. It's not good for you. Maybe you should, you know, work on it. Why are you getting upset? You know, uh, you've just gotten a hint. You know, maybe, you know, you should try, try work harder. Are you dumb? You know, are you? Read books, do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you weak? Lift weights. Like, whatever it is. Uh, if it's true, it's true. Um, Pickley, again, many politicians are part of it. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I think a lot of them are just useful morons. They're just doing what they're told. And, uh, you know, people's motivations are pretty easy to, to read a lot of the time. I mean, the amount of people that are like, they're hell-bent on world domination or something crazy. That's rare. Somebody like Christian Freeland and Justin Trudeau, they're motivated by money and, and, you know, prestige and this kind of shit. Really, you know, one-dimensional, basic, idiot level. They're not smart. They're not impressive people. And if it wasn't for their connections, if it wasn't for their, um, uh, you know, how they were, what, what they were born into, if it wasn't for that, then you'd never have heard of these people because they're unremarkable uh, weak, soft nobodies. If they weren't born into the, into the world they were born into, they would never be anything. Justin Trudeau would never have achieved anything. If Justin Trudeau was just another guy named fucking Doug, <laughs> Doug Thompson, who you went to high school with, he'd be probably living at his mom's house smoking weed, you know, well into his, into his early 40s, talking about how fucking, you know, post, and he'd have an internet blog about environmentalism. Am I wrong? I'm not. He's not smart. He's not creative. He's not industrious. He doesn't work hard. He, I mean, how many vacations is, you know, he's not a passionate guy. He's not intelligent. He's not driven to do anything. He's a weak, lazy, feckless nobody. And that's exactly why he's got that job because he's easily, to, easy to control. He's not part of anything. He's just an, or, he's just another cog in a machine. He doesn't even recognize exists. He probably doesn't even know that it exists. He probably thinks people like, you know, George Soros is a billionaire philanthropist and he's a great guy and he's going to help him out. They believe this shit. They believe in the globalism thing. They're not secretly getting together and like slaughtering children and drinking their blood. I can't wait to enslave everyone. They really do believe they're doing what's best for humanity and the planet because they're stupid. And they, again, they don't see that they're being led around by the nose by, by somebody nefarious and who's, you know, using them. Uh, they really do believe they're doing the best. And that's... That's how it always happens. Nobody really awful in history uh, thought they were, you know, people don't just get up in the morning and go, I can't wait to just do evil shit today. You know, they're, they believe they're doing the right thing for whatever reasons, whatever their motivations are. They believe it. You know, they believe this shit. They think we need a global government. We need this and that because they're being paid. To, it's, it's very, again, it's the easy way. They're being paid to do it. There be, it, there's financial incentives or social incentives. There's, you know, their peers want them to do it. They can get promotions. They can get nice jobs at the UN. They can get, they've got every motivation in the world to go along with this shit. So to do the opposite, to take the hard way, which is always the way you should, because that's the, that's the road of, of personal growth and to learn things and to stand up for what's right and this kind of thing. It's never going to be easy. It's always been hard. That's the way the world's made that way. Somebody like Randy Hillier or Roman Baber or Derek Sloan, like, look at the, sh the abuse and the shit that they're taking and how much work. And they're probably, and now they're looking at, you know, charges, $150,000 fines and, you know, years in prison and stuff they're looking at now because they're part of it. No, they're just, they've chosen because they have character, because they're strong people, 
that recognize that something fucked up is going on and they uh, decide to stand up and say and do something about it because they're not weak. That's why they're there and that's why everyone else is quietly just going along with it because they're weak. Aaron O'Toole's never going to say anything. He's just pathetic. You know, he's soft and weak. And uh, as much as I, I do like Big PP, you know, Pierre, again, if you don't see what's going on with this vaccine stuff by now, I don't, I, uh, <laughs> I, he can't, he's not stupid. I know that. So he's either playing politics and in the back of his head, he knows. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know what his motivations are. Is he trying to win an election? I, I don't fucking know. He's trying to, he's definitely trying to just do as much damage to the liberal party as possible. And he's, he's doing a good job at that. I just wish he would uh, ditch the fucking, just, you know, wake the fuck up. This, this vaccine shit and this COVID stuff is, uh, it's the biggest lie that's, that's been put upon us since uh, ever in the history of uh, humanity. There's never been this level of control over media and propaganda and messaging. It's really crazy. I'll tell you another story. Uh, the other day I put this in the telegram if you didn't see it. <laughs> T.me slash Raging Dissident. I was uh, grocery shopping, which I hate to do because I have to go out where there's people, you know. And that's never a good thing when me and people do not mix <laughs> these days. Oh, you know. And anyway, I'm all done. Everything's in my car. Taking the cart back. Right. And there's a woman in the, in the cart corral putting her cart away. Some Indian woman. Look, I don't know. She's just in there doing her. And to my right flank at the three o'clock position, moving on an oblique angle towards objective shopping cart, <laughs> is uh, a man. If you, I mean this in the physiological sense, not in the character, you know, spiritual sense, because he's not a man. But you know what I mean. I'm assuming he has a micro penis. Okay. And his wife, or whoever, woman, I presume... And uh, he's wearing the full, the medical mask and everything. And they've got surgical gloves on too. So right away, I know these people are serious. They're not, they are not fucking around. They mean business. You know, they're, they are COVID cult elite. All right. So if this is like video game world, if you guys play, like I've been playing this a little bit lately because I'm just trying to, you know, unwind a bit. Assassin's Creed with the, the new, the Valhalla one with the Vikings. I fucking, my people. It's not bad. They're like, uh, you know, there's regular, you know, characters in the world. It's like, oh, this one's serious. This is a serious one here. So you can see him just by the way he's dressed. And he gets to the, the, the card area before I do. And he stops about 10 feet or more away from it. Because the woman's in there fucking with the cart. Because to, to go near another person is basically suicide, right? As we know, as we know. I not wearing a mask or giving a single fuck. Uh, she leaves, and then he goes to, to get a cart, and I, being me, knowing that this is going to antagonize a guy, I go, fuck him. <laughs> I go right in, right behind him, you know? Basically, shoulder to shoulder. And I fucking put my cart away. And he's getting one out. And he fucking freaks out. <laughs> fucking, he's like, like jamming the fucking, like ripping the cart out of the thing with his little fucking baby arms. And he goes, thanks for this six feet asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm still putting my card in when he does this. And I was like, what the, f this motherfucker. And I turn and he's already like boogieing away with his cart. Right. He just screamed at me, called me an asshole in public. And he's just now 
A better man would have not have said anything and just said, well, you know what? That's a deranged person, and I pity their you know, life situation. I'm glad I'm not that stupid, but, but I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm petty. <laughs> so I said, hey, have you tried sucking dicks before? This might be something you're interested in, you know, just to, just to antagonize him. And I'm walking behind him, following him. Doesn't say anything, doesn't turn around. I'm like, mm, that's not working. He's going towards his wife. And I was like, hey, to her now. And I'm like, does, uh, does your boyfriend Tyrone know that you're out with this guy? Like, hey, dude, do you know, like, her boyfriend? Mm-mm. Nope, they didn't want any part of that. They were, she was just looking at the floor, and then they just uh, started going into the store. And they, well, and I was like, all right, well, good luck shopping, you faggot. I fucking yelled it at him, you know, nothing. I tried everything to get this guy to turn around and come at me, and he was going to get lit the fuck up. <laughs> I wanted to. I was fucking, I was in a great mood. I just got a pizza. I was going to get pizza. I was like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to go eat this pizza. I went from that to, I hope I don't get blood all over my clothes. Like, that fast because this guy just you know and he was built like a melted ice cream cone it was like this guy would have got fucking i was hoping you know he was gonna pull a dumpster ass or something and get all like you know come get my face i was just gonna be smiling oh yeah come on in man come on good night i would have left him right there in the fucking parking lot got my car and drove away (laughs) officer he approached me and i feared for my life i don't even remember the incident I have post-traumatic stress disorder and a mafical injury. I, uh, I, I don't remember. <laughs> it could happen. I could black the fuck out, man. I fight or flight mode. You know, you, what are you going to do? The moral of the story is don't fuck with people in public that you don't know because uh, nine times out of ten, they're not going to do anything or maybe 99 times out of 100, but every once in a while, you're going to run into a crazy person <laughs> who will beat your ass in front of a cart corral for being an asshole. Especially if you're if you're 170 pounds of, he looked like a milk bag. You ever see bags of milk that you can buy, you know, and you put the, who did that as kids? I always my parents always had like the milk cartons, and then some other kids would have like the bag of milk. It was like why is it a bag? I don't know. And it's all just that's that was basically his body. <laughs> so I was like, I wouldn't be talking shit if I looked like you. I know that. Anyway, but, uh, you know, that's how crazy they've made Gotham. Uh, everybody's that this guy's walking around in, in, in a mask and surgical gloves, screaming at strangers because he's been driven mad by, by the, by the television, by the propaganda and the fear mongering. There's no evidence anywhere that any of this is necessary. None. (laughs) I've yet to see it. And if you, uh, bring that up, they just censor you and block everything in, uh, what's the website? Uh, I posted, I pinned it in the telegram board cause it was, uh, somebody sent this in and I was like, that is a great find. Where is she at now? Where is it? Uh, no jab for me dot info is the website. And it just, uh, conveniently collates a lot of, oh, I gotta close telegram. Everything's so slow. Just collates a lot of the, uh, Espanol, Deutsche, a lot of information. I think it's put together by a couple of lawyers. Um, did you know? Yeah, not FDA is not approved Moderna or Pfizer. Simply authorized them. 19 doctors warned the world of the dangers. AstraZeneca is being dropped by 24 countries, as I said, 20, you know, in, in Europe, Johnson & Johnson. It, it just goes on and on. We all know this stuff. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but uh, no jab for me.info. It, it's all, look at it. It's all here. 
94% of deaths were cert- by the CDC uh, had underlying conditions. That means that of the half million deaths attributed to the influenza variant masked as COVID-19, only 6% were actually caused uh, deaths were actually caused by COVID-19. That brings the true case fatality to 0.1% out of 27 million cases. So, yeah. Are you aware that PCR tests do not detect COVID-19 particles, but particles from any number of viruses? These are all facts. Um, you know, so if you've got, I think I said in there, if you've got friends or family or somebody you want a last-ditch effort, try and save. If they, if they have an ounce of sense in their head, uh, send them this and be like, just read this. Read this entirety. Before you take an experimental injection, because once it's done, it can't be undone. Once you stick this in your body, it's forever. A lot of people are dying. I know, I know if, I've heard of, um, damn, I don't know how many people now. Probably close to 10. Nobody I've known personally, but, you know, friend, uh, like a friend of mine, their uncle. Uh, or, you know, uh, you know, someone's co-workers, you know. Probably close to 10 people have died now from from. Oh no, not from the vaccine because that's rare, 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 very rare. But would get vaccinated on a Friday and be dead by Monday. I still don't know anyone that's died of COVID nineteen. Not a single one. Year and a half later, but now I'm up to nearly double digits. I haven't counted, but it's probably about that from people that went and got vaccinated and they're now fucked up or dead. Um, Wrecking Dream says, I just want to know if the French are going to keep it classy and bring the guillotine this time, or will they have something gay and progressive they do to make heads roll? They brought the guillotine out for a few protests already, um, and they, they uh, some independent polling suggests the vast majority of the country, 70% or more, support the generals in this military. So uh, I don't think Macron and these people are long for this world. And then once they go... How much longer till Germany, Spain, Italy, they decide to do similar things? Because somebody's got to set the example. Somebody's got to break the seal. Somebody's got to go first. What um, it was a crazy idea then becomes the norm. And we couldn't believe we didn't always do this. Um, uh, like, like horseback riding. I was thinking about this when I was stoned the other day. <laughs> There's horses out here. And I was, uh, I mean, really, when you think about it. People do crazy things that seem insane at the time, but because somebody's got an idea in their head, I'm going to do this and nobody's going to fucking stop me. And everybody will say, you're nuts. You're insane. You can't do that. That's impossible. Blah, 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 blah. Every great thing in history that's ever been achieved has been under those conditions. Every single one, the first guy to fly a plane, the the first whatever, the first person to sail a boat across the ocean. That's crazy. That's impossible that everybody thinks, everybody says you're wrong. So, you know, if you have an idea or somebody has an idea they want to do something and everybody says, oh, that's never going to be done. Consider the fact that every great thing that's ever been achieved has also started under those conditions. Always. And then, uh, you know, they pull it off and everyone goes, well, yeah, I mean, whatever. I always supported them, actually. You know, they just fucking turn them out, turn them out. So I'm watching these horses. And at some point in history, like, have you guys, you know, maybe if you're you're from a city, you don't get it, but. And they're in a pasture, but they're like running around. Imagine being somewhere in the wild, like back in the day before this is the day horseback riding was invented. There was a bunch of dudes sitting around. And there was horses, wild, wild horses. So not in a pasture tame, like, oh, you do an apple. They will kick your dick off <laughs> and kill you, right? They're huge. They're just covered in muscle. This is just a massive fucking machine of speed and power. And they're just running around. And Roy decides, he just gets up and he's like, I'm going to go ride one of these fucking things. 
What? Are, what? What? What are you out of your fucking mind? So he's like chasing it through a field. Like he's going to die. This is the craziest thing. He wasn't going to climb. Was he jump on it from a tree? I don't know what he does, but he gets on the back of a Mustang or whatever. And he's just grabbing it by its fucking hair. And he's using his legs. He's like, ah, you're fucking mine now. Ah. And holy shit. Roy is riding a horse. Holy fuck. And now, well, yeah, obviously everyone rides horses, but there was a time when no one had ever done that. And this guy just decides he's going to do it, and he pulls it off. And now, you know, he's a fucking legend. Uh, we don't, who invented horseback riding? We don't know. But now it becomes this huge fucking thing. Roger Bannister, the first guy to run a, a mile in under four, a four-minute mile. I think in the 30s, the 20s, or 30s, it could never be done. Everyone said it's impossible. No, there's no way. It's physiologically impossible. See, because the human body is only capable of running this at this type of speed, and this is its maximum. That is what the science said, and the science was settled, and blah, blah, blah. Well, Roger, ba Roger Bannister said, fuck that. I'm going to fucking do it. And he broke the record, and he ran a four-minute, a sub-four-minute mile, or whatever it was. Could never, and it ever shocked the world. Holy fuck. And then within the following couple of years, like 40 other people did it too. Because they now understood that it could, knowing that it could be done, changed everything. That's all you need is a little bit, to know it can be done, all of a sudden makes it fucking doable. But somebody has to go first. Has to be the badass, has to be the fucking legend, has to be the psycho maniac. Roy, are you out of your mind? You're going to ride a horse. What? You know, it's going to throw you off at 40 miles an hour. You're going to break your fucking neck. Didn't care. He went for it. Changed the world, you know. So somebody, and maybe it's going to be these French generals. And then everybody else is going to go, wait, we can do that? All these other military, yes, I've been saying this the whole time. You guys have the means, the ability, and the support of the No one wants to live, absolutely no one wants to live like this. Most of these cops don't want to be doing what they're doing. Most of these politicians don't want to do this, but they're fucking weak and can't do anything. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want CBC to get mad at me, so I just, you know, somebody just has to go, everybody shut the fuck up. You know, we're going to do this now and uh, just watch as the fucking cascade follows in. And there's going to be people piling in. They're like, oh, I was always on board with this. No, you fucking weren't. You were telling people to wear masks last week. I saw you, Karen. I fucking saw you, <laughs> right? So anyway, what I'm saying is uh, <laughs> crazy shit happens sometimes. And um, all it's going to take is, is, is that. It could be France. It could be who knows. There's going to be a flashpoint somewhere. Somebody somewhere is going to do something. And then, it, oh, we can, we can do that? Imagine if that happens. If they just decide... You know, a rogue fucking brigade or battalion or whatever. 8,000 troops supposedly signed this. So that's a fucking couple of regiments. You've got a division. It's close. You've got about a division of soldiers of the French military. Just lock down Paris and say, we're the government now. We've issued arrest warrants for everyone in the government. Macron, everybody on down. They are enemies of the state. Here's a reward for their capture. If you know where they are, let our troops know, and we will go arrest those motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, my dick moved, you know? And if they pull it off, oh, no. Then what happens? Then you're going to see some people in Germany and Spain and France go, yeah, <laughs> looking at their part of it. Why don't we do that? Why are we fucking listening to you? Why are we listening to the weakest 
you know, most empty, pathetic, meaningless people that have ever lived. These people are liars. They're narcissists. They're like I just described, you know, Justin and, and Christian Freeland. Like these people are not fucking worth following. They're not list. They're not worth listening to. If they gave me a recommendation for a sandwich, I wouldn't listen to that. Oh, that's the best sandwich in town. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Fucking ask you. What would you know? Ham thighs. Why don't you go, f- go for a fucking walk? That cocktail dress, you outgrew that like 15 years ago, by the way. You look fucking ridiculous. Fucking tell me where to eat. Get the fuck out of this car. How'd you even get in here? <laughs> we don't need to listen to these people, you know? And it's going to become, it's, it's slowly happening. You can see it. It's just going to take a while. You just got to hang in there. And, it's, and, and for the vaccines too. And then I got to go. Uh, I don't want these to go too long. I'm going to upload this to Spotify. The, um, you just got to hang in there. Um, it's been proven. Oh yeah. This will prove my point here. <laughs> it's already known and it's going to be more and more obvious as time goes on. Look at this guy. Legendary internet scientist, Dan Kaminsky. He worked for like Cisco systems and he was like an IT tech kind of guy tweets at the top. I'm willing to consent to sharing my health data to encourage others to get vaccinated. It's my choice. Consent works both ways. Well, Dan wanted to prove the truth about vaccines, didn't he? And he certainly did. He's dead. He died uh, 10 days after getting his second Pfizer shot. The guy was 42 years old. This is from April 25th. Dan Kaminsky. Just one of many people that have been dying now. Um, The truth will become inescapable. The longer you just resist and hold off and just wait it out, it's going to be... Everybody's going to know a handful of people like, man, uh, something's going on with this vaccine. Again, um, we're blessed and cursed with the ability to, to see things quicker than most people and now we gotta sit here and play with our Rubik's Cubes and be like fucking waiting waiting for the rest of them to show up and figure out hey did you guys know these vaccines are bad yeah we knew that two years ago Karen thanks well, just get a seat it's fine sit down it'll become inescapable what are they gonna, they're gonna cover this up there's going to be, there's so many people that have gotten this now. And, uh, and these are, these, some of these people are dead in a few days. What, what are the long-term effects? Months, years? Then what's going to happen? Is there going to be a mass panic to the people that did get vaccinated? Like, well, am I okay? Well, I don't know. Who knows? You're part of a fucking experiment. I read earlier there was a, a two-year-old baby died as part of the clinical trials because some parents who, uh, were, you know, are more concerned about being woke and getting likes and conforming to the crowd subjected their two-year-old to a trial back you know experiment and is now dead uh you know these stories will keep mounting and it you can't you can't hide this forever this is too big and too crazy so you know hang in there for give it a year you know and this is just going to be but there's going to be people that are going to be completely in denial about this for a long time for months and months and months there's people that are uh dying and saying let's still get the vaccine no it's good like <laughs> that's unbelievable i saw another woman who's all of her skin fell off her all all of her skin just boiled over and just bleh, melted like she's fucking like she was near the ark of the covenant bleh. still get the vaccine though like are you fucked in the head <laughs> oh man come on baby they're going to be in denial. It's like half your family's dead, but still get the vaccine. My wife and children have all died, but I still support the vaccine. Like, Jesus, just wait them out. You know, the shedding thing is a concern. Uh, seem, people seem to be getting infected with something just by being near others that have been vaccinated. So that's another, my advice, stay away from people that have been vaccinated. 
Like, you know, that was your choice. I respect your choice. If you chose to go be a medical experiment, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to stop you. But uh, I also choose to not be fucking near you because I don't know what you were injected with. I have no idea what's going on with this. And I don't, you know, I feel like my health could potentially be impacted by whatever you're now carrying. So now you have to respect uh, my choices. And if you don't like that, you can suck it. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll see. Uh, anyway. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, read a couple more of these. War Relish 89, how you doing, brother? We're gonna build a catapult on the top of the tallest building in each major city I visit in the coming years just to see how far they will fly. Hello from the road. I just talked through a burp. That was gross. <laughs> Hello, sir. Greg Arcade, how you doing, brother? You son of a bitch, you said Friday. Well, I mean, I'm trying to, uh, I don't want to do a, a proper stream until I get the internet, like, locked down. Uh, I can't have anything open. I can't restream. I can't. This isn't on Trovo. It's not on YouTube. This is this is exclusive. This is just for you guys. This is just for the OGs. Uh, I'm going to grab the audio and upload it to Spotify and whatever. And I might try and encode this down to like low video quality and upload it to Telegram maybe. But my upload speed is crazy slow here. I don't want to. I don't want to subject you guys and myself to a fucking potential disastrous uh just because it's so slow you know um i'm hoping by friday we'll see but if not um, i'm I'm gonna at least do these for now through the week until i get something something going but i'm working on it (laughs) hail billy deluxe says my count is now up to four that got the astrazeneca jab four people you know have died um again fortunately nobody i know person but nobody in my family is getting it that i'm aware i mean nobody in my immediate family but some uncles and aunts and stuff. And yeah, they're either as good as dead. As far as I know, some of them are pretty unhealthy. And, um, again, that's what they want to do. Uh, you can't stop people. All you can do is try and tell them, Hey, look at this. These are facts. You should, you should look at them. Stop. Turn off the TV. That's a huge problem. Um, turn it off. Just go be outside. I've been getting outside is, is so important every day. Get outside, get the fuck outside. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Get the fuck outside and do something. Go for a walk. Yesterday was my off day, so I walked 10 kilometers. That was my off. That was my rest day. I walked for, you know, an hour and a half, an hour. Something like that. Hour and a half. 10K or so. Took the dog. Are you, are you dead? He's probably dead. <laughs> the air, the sun, it's good for you to get out and, and move around. Um, but more importantly, you got to get away from this shit and, and you know rediscover your own thought processes because if you're if you're taking in too much information and you're you're engrossed in this nightmare for too long it's going to hijack your brain it's going to hijack your thoughts it's going to uh control how you think and feel because it's it's just you, you need to have that time to yourself to just reset your fucking uh your your cpu and just bring everything back down go hang out in the woods it's very it's good for it and i love i love being out here you know where I'm at out out in Sask. It's fucking nice and rural. Lots of trees, lots of fields. Not a lot of people around. Hardly any cars. It's fucking perfect. It's fucking perfect. You know. Uh, and if you're in a city, that sucks. <laughs> you know, try to try to find something. You must have a park or a garden. I mean, those are probably closed because COVID, right? But um, you know, easy for you to say. You were out there. I bitch. I fucking drove across the country <laughs> multiple times. This was. I didn't just. I would just wake up here. All right. There's always a solution. If you don't like your life, change it. Period. That's it. I fucking hate Toronto. Move. Oh, I can't. Yes, you can. You can. You just choose not to. Uh, 
Wrecking Dreams says, yes, I think about the French general things. Mr. Texas, how are you, man? Uh, he says, missed you, fucker. I'm about as done as I can be with this bullshit. It's fast becoming time to water the tree of liberty. I think it's going to come. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just you just got to wait for it to to build up to a, to a point. Um, and it's it's getting there. You know, now we've... Think about it this way. Six months ago, or more, maybe about six months ago, there weren't any politicians in Canada that were, like, openly defying this shit. And, like, look at the stuff that Bernier's even... Bernier's literally using the word revolution routinely now. Uh, and you've got... Uh, Baber has has quit, and you've got Derek Sloan. Like, these... Derek Sloan was in, in contention for leadership of the Conservative Party. He's not nobody, right? And uh, Randy Hillier's made a name for himself. Like, this, this didn't exist a few months ago. Six months ago. Uh, Chris Skye's uh, little thing he's been doing has grown up exponentially. There was 100,000 people protesting in Montreal. It's it's like boiling a pot of water. It's going to take a few minutes, but it's, it's undeniably getting getting worse. If I was the government, I'd be very worried. And now they're doubling down. That's why you're seeing so much of this propaganda, so much of the doubling down, because they're fucking terrified. It's not working as well as it should be, or as well they maybe they hoped. I think they're detached from reality and don't understand the mess they've made. I think they're really overconfident that they can just do these things and get away with it, like this internet censorship bill and these kinds of things. It's insanity. And they're just like taken aback. Oh, all the people that oppose this are extremists. No, you you live in a bubble, Stephen. Gilbert and, and Trudeau. You guys live in this little bubble of Ottawa. Again, Pierre, again, I'll give him some credit. He actually went out and talked to one of the guys that's working on the building, doing the renovations. They're building two new wings. That's where the big wall and everything's there. And this guy was talking about how I can't afford shit. Like my life sucks because of inflation and all that. Like I'm broke. And Pierre was like, if you people actually took the time to go, you know, he brought, brought up this guy's story and like how, how the government's policy decisions are affecting regular people. And they're like, oh, that's irrelevant. And that's like, they don't even, they live in a bubble of their offices and their Zoom calls. And that's it. They have no, they have no concept of what's going on out here. There's a tendency, especially for people that like live on the internet and that's a conspiracy. They're all going to get us and now OPSEC do that. Black helicopters. Dude, especially in Canada, the Canadian government is massively incompetent. Oh, massively, massively incompetent. They have no idea what's going on out here. None. They think everything's fine. They believe this. Um, <laughs> they, they're probably getting intelligence briefings like, dude, uh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's gotten so bad to the point that in France, the military is openly threatening a coup. <laughs> and what is, what does the media do? Bunch of far right extremists. They're not taking it seriously. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Stop reading their, their shit. Stop reading their media and, and their nonsense and just look at the fact and talk to people and, you know, get a sense for what's actually going on. And you're going to see it a lot differently. Their version of reality is in complete contrast with what's actually happening around you. Uh, they're give it time. Uh, I don't think they're prepared for, for what's coming, but anyway, um, Pickley from Ontario says, if you or your loved ones took the Pfizer vaccine in 2021, call this number and you may be eligible for a cash settlement. Yeah. Right. I probably not though. I think they're, I know in the United States and some other countries there that you can't sue them. There's no liability. Uh, they change the laws. So, if you and your loved ones took Pfizer and got fucked up, fuck you. You're on your own. Hellboy Deluxe says they aren't dead yet. Oh, they took it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I think whatever, it's killing like 2 to 3% of the people that take it right out of the gate almost within days, which is 30 times more deadly than COVID, right? Because it's killing 0.1%. 0.1% to 3%. That's a huge, huge number. You know, out of 100 people, that's 0.1 person dead or three. <laughs> 
Hmm. Out of a thousand, you know, it's 30 or it's 10, you know, you see what I mean? A million, like that's a big fucking discrepancy. But what can you do? Mark, uh, how you doing? A buddy of mine at Dwyer Hill said they're being told to get the Moderna jab or lose a huge amount of pay. It's insane. Yeah, they'll lose their, they won't be deployable, right? So those guys at DHTC will have um, LDA, jump pay, spec pay, probably like dive pay and fucking you get all kinds of bonuses for different qualifications and stuff that you have. And they basically will lose their jobs. So um, that's another thing. JTF2 is potentially uh, on a warpath to riot. <laughs> I'm, hearing some, I'm hearing some things about... The uh, morale levels over there, and uh, they're below optimal. One brown eye says, government lies about everything. Sure, shit, big pharma lies, but yet we are expected to blindly trust two corrupt organizations. Sign me up. Where do I get my fuck-ass vaccine sticker? You can get a free donut. You can get a free oil change. Like, yay. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing that people do it, and they're taking selfies with the donuts and everything. It's unbelievable. Annie, Texas, how are you? Welcome back. Thank you fun to be back mr texas again thank you very much sir no doubt no one wants to be the first shot but someone's gonna have to it looking like right now Fr france is in the lead coming up in first place is france france with the generals have taken the lead they're putting you to shame america are you gonna let france fucking be champions of the free world now you're gonna listen all that shit you talked all the French surrender monkeys and the you know surrender oh, the French oh your country was just fucking obviously taken over by, you know, people that are not American, just straight up stolen. They're going full socialist or doing, taking the guns and everything, all that talk. And uh, where are you at? Where are you at, America? What's going on? Hmm? Not a fucking peep. Meanwhile, the French military with their fucking hats and their poupon and their fucking twirly mustaches are like... <laughs> We are going to kill you. <laughs> we are going to get in your head off. You know, that's shameful. You know, are you really going to let France? I mean, if they, if they, they kick this off, you're going to have to take shit from them for the rest of your lives forever. You know, <laughs> they're going to, you're going to have to give the Statue of Liberty back to France. All right. You're going to have to minimum. <laughs> you're gonna have to play the fucking french national anthem every goddamn day you're gonna take everything back you know what louisiana and, the, and new orleans is gonna be the new capital of new america how's that sound all right there's a lot at stake here guys you can fucking get your shit together down there <laughs> taz says need a solution try to sunny goes nukes for viruses guaranteed to clean your coof problems for at least a hundred thousand years yeah give lady liberty back we may have to <laughs> Oh, Christ. Well, that's going to do it. How long was this? How long was this? Not bad. A little over an hour. That's what I, that's what I was searching for, hoping for. Oh, my throat hurts from all that heavy breathing in the cold, cold air. You know? Um, well, let's see. Yeah, I guess I'll play this and get out of here. Anyway, guys, um, I'll see what happens with the internet and all this kind of stuff soon. Hopefully we'll get it done. Um, I got my bike. It's in the shop. I can't fucking wait. Where's my, hel oh, my helmet's back there? Big, I don't know. I'll get it next time. It's over there. It's right behind me. Can't wait. <sighs> it's been so long. It's been so long. Getting my fucking plates and everything switched over. What a pain in the ass. 
but uh, we're getting it done. We're getting it done. And then I'm going to do another one. I want to do another one of those videos because I did the, I should upload the old one, the SOS Canada, the Canada doesn't care. After the last election video, I did it through Halifax. Remember? I rode my bite around uh, Halifax. I'll do this one again, another election postmortem, Saskatoon this time. Yeah, yeah. Nova Scotia Gray Man says, I was talking to my mother about everything going on. And she said to me straight up, uh, don't be the f- one to fire the first shot. <laughs> I was surprised. That's another thing I noticed. A lot of like people that normally are pretty docile and anti, like, no, that's extreme, have now basically accepted like there's going to be bloodshed. Like they're just openly like, yeah, we're going to be, we're going to have civil war. Like people's moms and grandmas and shit, you know, like what? And they're like, yeah, it's probably going to happen. So, I mean, it, it's coming. We just got to hang in there. And uh, stick together. Bigots together strong. That's how it always always works. Um, WFS Texas says, come on, man. Real Americans don't start to fights. We, we, um, we win them, maybe. France will get her going. Then when it gets tough, we'll come in and shit on everyone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, you know, you guys are the whole, you guys are the liberty people. And, you know, you're going to let these fucking French guys steal all the glory. Granted, it's much, much worse in France than it has been in, the, in America for a long time. You should, I mean, Paris is a shithole. The murder rates are completely out of control. There's no go zones. There's constant violence. There's gang wars between Albanians and Chechens. There's AK-47 fire in the streets almost on a daily basis. Teachers getting their heads cut off. Churches getting burned down. France is a fucking nightmare right now. And uh, so, 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 to be fair... <laughs> But you know what I mean. We'll see. All right. All right. That's going to do it for now. Another episode of whatever this is. Hate speech. Hate coffee and house arrest. Mmm. Mmm. Tag on forever. Thanks for uh, showing up, guys. And um, I'll be back soon. I'll do another, another one of these maybe on Wednesday. If I don't have any update on the internet uh, and that kind of stuff. There she was. She had three fucking vaccines. There she was. Gonna stick that needle in my eye. As usual, you guys know what the telegram is. T.me slash Raging Dissident. Uh, the website, RagingDissident.tv. At JMAX674 on Instagram. Uh, Raging Dissident 2 on YouTube until they land me again. It's a nightmare. It's not a dream. It's a nightmare. Your mama is surely is a bad dream. And we'll be back, uh... You know, time permitting. Six separate Tyrannus Pro Patria. Get outside! Get outside and do some exercise. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. I have to go take a shower. I feel disgusting. <laughs> This production of uh, Bigotry Coffee brought to you by the ProPatria Brewing Company. 100% veteran owned and operated. Alright, cheers guys. I'll see you soon. Hang in there.